Well, something very big and something very bad is happening in Germany. And to put it another way, Deutschland hat ein großes Problem. Uh, German leaders have nice. lost their grip on reality. And they are pushing this country, Germany, into economic collapse right before our eyes. Like you're literally witnessing it unfold. And you can see how they did this step by step by step. With literally Angela Merkel over a glass of wine with her husband deciding to shut down the nuclear power plants in Germany. That's how it happened, folks. That's exactly how it happened. And she admitted that was when the decision was made. Oh, we were just having dinner. I'm having some wine. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get rid of all the nuclear power plants. German leaders have lost Cheap their... energy for poor people. We don't need that. Let me just drink my wine. This delicious... By the way, you can't even get good wine in Germany. So she's... What are you saying? Of well, course you can. She ice, can. Ice wine. Uh, she uh, can. Riesling, Riesling well, Auslace would like wine. to argue with yeah, you. Yeah, what are saying. you even talking okay, about? Okay, Riesling, you're right. There's a whole, like, Weinstrasse. <sighs> There's a whole region there. That's true. All right. I don't bite my tongue. Don't say things like that. Das ist verboten. Max. All right, I... In Schuld, in, in Schuldigung. Uh, German leaders have lost their grip on reality. Grover, pipe down over there. So German leaders have lost their grip on reality and they're pushing this country towards economic collapse. Um, I'm going to argue in a moment it's all on purpose. I'm going to show you the details of this and we'll know exactly what they're doing. I'm going to show you. First and most importantly though, German, Germans are in for a very cold, very dark winter thanks to German leadership and European leadership working in lockstep to drive German citizens and European citizens right off of fossil fuels. And they're using the Ukraine war to do this as cover to implement the Great Reset agenda. So they will tell us that it's all about Ukraine. They will tell us it's about Putin. It's not. It's convenient cover. It's total bullshit. And they're going to try to push their citizens towards renewables like solar and wind and taking people's farms and land. They're doing it right before our eyes. This is the best summation so far that I've heard of this madness. Listen. Why has the Dutch government, a guy called Rutter, the Prime Minister, completely owned by the World Economic Forum, uh, Klaus Schwab, why has he just announced that the Netherlands, the second biggest exporter of food in the world, is targeting farmers to destroy them and get them off the land, which is where all these farming protests in the Netherlands have come from? At a time of food shortages and supply chain problems, you are targeting the second biggest exporter of food in the bloody world to destroy its farming base. Why are you doing that? If people depend on you for what's left of the food, you control them. Where food is abundant and cheap, you do not control them. Where energy is cheap and abundant, you do not control them. Scarcity equals dependency equals control. And that's why they're targeting the food chain, they're targeting the energy supply, they're targeting everything. Donald Thomas, no, in our chat, that is not Mike Myers, that's David Icke. <laughs> Does kind of look like Mike Myers uh, from time to time. No, excellent summation of this. Spot on, spot on. You see, these leaders are lying to you, right into your faces. They're pretending that this is all Putin's fault. They're saying that, hey, we didn't see this coming. That's total horseshit. 
By the way, horseshit is great fertilizer. Um, former German Chancellor Angela Merkel shut down Germany's nuclear program. In fact, even Liberal Atlantic, uh, the Liberal Atlantic magazine called Merkel's decision at the time in December a huge mistake. I had this in my archives. And uh, the, here's the Atlantic piece by David Frum. The West's nuclear mistake. No government that really regarded climate change as its top energy priority would close nuclear plants before the end of their useful lives. Oh, and Angela Merkel did that. Yeah. Not not Eins, not Zwei, not Drei. Uh, Seventeen of them. Three months before the war in Ukraine. When it was clear that plans were already on the table, already in place, they already had all of these plans drawn up to sanction Russia. They were there. They were already lined up. They knew exactly what to target and what to go after. These weren't things that were then somehow promulgated because of the Ukraine war. That's gar- that's garbage. So they European leaders already had the sanctions in place. Vladimir Putin in 2018 even reinforce, uh, referenced the sanctions and said, you know what? Bring them on because it'll, it'll mean a stronger Russia. Watch. Значит, вы знаете, я иногда думаю, что было бы хорошо для нас, если бы те, кто хочет вводить санкции, вели бы все санкции, которые только можно вести, и как можно быстрее. Это развязало бы нам руки для защиты своих национальных интересов такими средствами, которые мы считаем наиболее эффективными для нас. А вообще это очень вредно. Это вредит тем, кто это делает. Well, that turned out to be a little bit prophetic. I mean, watch that over and over again. It, that would be hard that would be hard. Uh, it, it would hit the country's hardest that impose those sanctions, right? Really prophetic. And now we wake up this morning and we see this headline that Russia's Nord Stream 1 pipeline shut down for the foreseeable future. Here's the BBC. Nord Stream 1, Russia shuts major gas pipeline to Europe. And that means prices skyrocketing in Germany. You see, when Angela Merkel shut down those nuclear reactors, cut off one-fourth of its energy production thanks to nuclear power in Germany. And the promise, of course, is that they would replace it with renewables, right? Wind and solar, that didn't happen. If it was ever going to happen, it wasn't. A decade ago, Germany operated 17 nuclear reactors, 17 of them. They produced nearly one quarter of the country's electricity, carbon-free electricity, all shut down. That was her goal. Just out of curiosity, were they... Were they updated plants or were they still using old technology? Just out of curiosity. Like, what was the reasoning they gave? Eight of them were old. But most of them, so the predomp, so what's 17 minus eight is nine. So nine of them were relatively new, right? So yes, eight of them could have been, the the goal at the time was to finally build new ones, right? Mm -hmm. Build new ones and replace the older technology. Right, we want to move from those first, second generations to the third and fourth generation nuclear. And I, I believe they also stopped down on construction of some of the yeah, new ones the new as ones. well. Yeah, they halted construction of the new ones. Yes. On top of that. Journalist William Engdahl says it best in this newest piece out uh, yesterday. Europe's energy Armageddon from Berlin and Brussels, not Moscow. 
And he writes, I'm going to read this. Keep this on the screen if you would kindly, young sir. On August 22nd, the exchange traded market price for natural gas in the German trading hub Europe, Gas Hub, was trading more than 1,000% higher than a year ago. Most citizens are told by the Olaf Scholz German regime that the reason is Putin and Russia's war in Ukraine. The truth is quite otherwise. EU politicians and major financial interests are using Russia to cover what is a ma- what is a made in Germany and Brussels energy crisis. The consequences are not accidental. Now here's the juice of it. It's not because politicians like Schultz or German Green Economy Minister Robert Habeck nor EU Commission Green Energy Vice President Franz Timmermans are stupid or clueless. Corrupt and dishonest maybe. Yes, they know exactly what they're doing. They are reading a script. It's all part of the EU plan to de-industrialize one of the most uh, most energy-efficient industrial concentrations on the planet. This is the United Nations Green Agenda 2030, otherwise known as Klaus Schwab's Great Reset. Boom. But Germany's leaders think we're all stupid. They think Germans are stupid. Their leaders do anyway. Um, That it's all about Ukraine. Here's German's foreign minister says we have to ratchet up the sanctions. Now she's saying this in German translated, um, into, onto, uh, you, I think it's Ukrainian, uh, Ukrainian television. Um, so uh, there's English subtitles on this. This is what, uh, she has to say about this. Um, and this is unbelievable to listen to what she says about ratcheting up sanctions against Russia at a time when Germans are suffering. Watch. Скорее есть и другие предложения по восьмому пакету санкций. Мы, как Федеративная Республика Германия, также внесли предложение по этому поводу. Именно поэтому, да, мы рекламируем, что будет еще один пакет санкций. Но, опять же, мы должны быть в состоянии выдержать и этих остальных семерых со всей силы. И это в первую очередь относится к энергетическому вопросу с российским правительством. And now she tells the German people today, this is unbelievable. This has gone viral this afternoon that in a, at a, at a conference, basically she's going to put Germany to the last, to the, you know, the, the, we're going to put, we're going to put Ukraine first, Germany last. She tells Germans that we're going to put Ukraine first, no matter what my German voters think or how hard their life gets in Germany. Watch. But if I give the promise to people in Ukraine, we stand with you as long as you need us then I want to deliver, no matter what my German voters think, but I want to deliver to the people of Ukraine. And this is why, for me, it's important to be always very frank and clear. And this means every measure I'm taking, I have to be clear that this holds on as long as Ukraine needs me. We are facing now a winter time where we will be challenged as democratic politicians. People will go on the street and say, we cannot pay our energy prices. And I will say, yes, I know. So we help you with social measures. But I don't want to say, okay, then we stop the sanctions against uh, Russia. We will stand with Ukraine, and this means the sanction will stay also in wintertime, even if it gets really tough for politicians. Okay, she needs to run for office in a country where she does intend to help her voters. (laughs) Right. Maybe she she could run for Ukraine. If I can just kind of – what country is that? Her ass better – her – her her ass better be chopping up her damn piano this winter to burn in her fireplace because you know for a fact there is no way in hell that she's going to suffer at all 
And so to say, like, I don't care what my German voters say, but I'm willing to let them suffer for my promise to Ukraine. That's bullshit. It's such bullshit. When she's like, people will say to me in the streets, I'm, I can't pay my energy bill. She's like, yeah, I know. We'll get you some social help. That helps me not tonight, which is cold. That's that's crazy yeah, we'll to give have you, the gumption to say that. We'll give you a tax rebate four months from now. So I know you'll be freezing tonight. Remember, how many times do we have to tell you on this show, cold kills more than cold kills more than heat, right? People hear about the heat stroke stories of because we always hear those climate crisis stories like it's really hot in the UK and there's a few people that died. Yeah, what about the thousands that died because they have no heat during yeah. the winter? We don't hear those stories. Well, and my feeling is I, mean, I this, really, like, I really hope that when you, oh. you'll have, sorry, you'll you'll have people that will, you know, parents that will go without food to get their kids food and stuff. But once it starts to affect, like their kids are freezing and you have kids dying and and all of that, you're going to see mass civil unrest. And I think that's that's one thing that could bring both sides together is that kind of thing because it's 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 affecting. Their kids, they're, they're, they can't, you know what I mean? Like, it's like right. if you're getting ready to go homeless, it's like you will, you will do, you will steal food to feed your children. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is, again, civilization will come unhinged without energy, right? This will see, we will see the absolute collapse of civilization without energy, a way to heat your home, provide for your family, cook food. <laughs> like, we're literally talking about these basics. Like, this is what we're dealing with now. And you've seen the stories we've told you about, of course, about Germany and all of these people going into the forest to, to chop wood to get as much wood as they can for the coming winter because it's going to be absolutely brutal. And then we have breaking news this well, afternoon. Go ahead. I was just going to say, what sense does it make to take basic human rights from one population to give weapons uh, of destruction to another? That's you can, a good point. Well, it it well it, you do it and you well you use that as cover because I think the point I'm trying to make here is that like you're using all of that as just a smokescreen to literally right. force we people off of fossil fuels, right? Force people off of off of fossil fuels and you know push this narrative that Ukraine and Putin are to blame. We're going to send weapons. We got to continue to do all of this. And Russia has grown. <laughs> Ruble prices have outstripped the euro and into one to one and against the U.S. dollar. So who are you hurting? And you saw and they're going to have their heat, they're going to yeah. have their food, they're going to have everything that they need this winter. Yeah. Um, so we had some breaking news this afternoon on these gas price issues. Fiora El Isabel um, on Twitter uh, tweeting this: "Breaking, according to the head of Gazprom, at the peak of demand, she's a journalist." The demand in autumn and winter, a thousand cubic meters of gas will cost more than four thousand dollars. Already, the price of gas on the London Stock Exchange has exceeded twenty nine hundred dollars. With news of the new suspension of the Nord Stream pipeline for repairs, <laughs> then she says it looks like Europe is in for a long winter. Perhaps that's why people are starting to protest and push back on the self demolition of the economy. Look at that self demolition of the economy. Did you, you know, guys see the see the stories this um, today coming out out of California and Colorado where people went to uh, adjust their thermostats because it was hot and their thermostats told them they could not change the temperature in their house because the, there was a governor the governor said we need to conserve crazy. energy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, we we've been talking about this. We the, for the past three days I've had this theory, and I know it's maybe sound conspiratorial, maybe it's Alex Jones level stuff, but hey, what you know, Alex Jones is pretty much always right, right? Except when he says some stupid stuff, but most of the <laughs> time 
Like the stuff he says, you know, it ends up coming okay. true. All right. Just tell us what your theory is. Don't don't put yourself with other people like that. You don't have to be on an Alex Jones level. Like on an Alex Jones, I'm a 1.5. Alex Jones is on an Alex Jones scale. Okay. Well, let's. How about what is the Clayton Morris? What is the Clayton Morris scale? Again, I keep saying I think we're in for a climate lockdown. We had lockdowns for the pandemic. We're seeing this now in multiple states. We're seeing this in different countries. Australia releasing a report on the benefits of locking down for climate change, and. You see it in California, you're not allowed to charge your cars, right? Mm -hmm. That report we had yesterday. So you're not allowed to charge your electric cars. Oh, and you can't drive your gas cars because of heat. So stay home. We can't afford the air conditioning. Let's keep the temperatures down. Now this Colorado story, we're not going to let you turn your thermostats. We're not going to let you control those things. Which would be fine. But as the, you know, which would be fine if we all decided, hey, this is going to help with our carbon emissions. But um, the point that Philip likes to make here on the show very often is like, okay, then you better put restrictions on enterprise too, because it's really mostly big companies that are doing things that harm the environment. It's not necessarily individual homes. So, okay, who are they going to first, right? Not the military, big business, the mil- not the military. The military is the no, biggest you, offender. You right? can't, yeah, no, you can't use a single use item. Right. You can't use a plastic bottle or a plastic grocery bag. Yeah, uh, but the, but the military Let's, continues to uh, send missiles and ships all around the world, um, and is the biggest carbon offender in the world. Right, it's so great that we cannot and, like put our thermostat one centimeter, you know, uh, one one uh, degree degree higher. Degree. But at the same time, we can bomb places, right? right. Which definitely right. have a carbon There's impact. No talk. There's absolutely no talk of, okay, at Amazon, let's run half the robots and let's extend people's shipping time by like five days. So yeah. we can conserve energy in the warehouse. No. We'll get slower shipping. Not as much will be running, but they How can't do that. How dare you even say that? No way. I, I know, need my, sorry, I need, but we I don't need, get uh, suspended. I need my poppets delivered uh, immediately for my <laughs> for my daughter or whatever the hell people order, you know? like Poppets, freaking poppets. Those are landfill too. You know, like, yeah, we need to get our stuff from China. Oh, and by the way, the, this afternoon, the liquefied natural gas, there's, there's reports that now Germany and Europe are starting to get liquefied natural gas from China. Just think about the circuitous logic in all of this, right? So we're going to shut down and not get it from Russia, but we're then going to just start buying it from China. I mean, it'd be nice if there was a real alternative use of fuel, but... Again, we've talked about many times solar and wind isn't it, especially given that we're moving into the winter, which has shorter days, so less sunlight, right? That's not going to help. We need something that really can replace fossil fuels, and leaders seem to have no interest in research and development and finding those things. In fact, the West has halved its investments in research and development budgets since the 80s, right? So we're not really trying. And solar... Came from the Mars lander, Mars rover. That's a technology that like the the government took from NASA or borrowed from NASA or not the government, private industry borrowed from NASA and said, this is a good idea, right? So like, where is the real innovation here that will get us out of this? It's, it's just not here yet. And until we admit that, then we're having policies that harm people.